Alright, ready? Go! Ready, go! Ready, go! Ready then! Are you ready? I'm ready! I made a little intro. Oh. Well, I mean, I'm not done with it. What is but the, what's the intro? Like, like, like little people say, ready, go. Ready, go. Ready, go. Cool. Um, and maybe it won't be on this episode. Maybe it'll be on the next episode. Yeah. But I'm going to try this. So, I, so today, I, I spent some time uh, working on that. And came to two very funny conclusions. One, I was fascinated to find out how many... Japanese pop bands have songs called Ready Go. <laughs> I probably came across five, at least five different music videos of little Japanese bands. Really? And it's like, oh, da, 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 ready go, ready go, da, 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 da. you know, it's like. That's so funny. I wonder if, you know, I know in Thai. I think they're mostly ja- Japanese. I know in Thai there's a handful of sayings that are, that uh, have carried over, you know. Not Ready Go isn't one of them, like, but like, Perfect, or like, sure. like, uh, no, there's a whole bunch of them. Okay, man, cool. Yeah, things like cool, that. Man. That uh, I could see yeah, there, I could see there being uh, a whole bunch of pop songs. Saying, ready, go, yeah. ready, go. And then there was another song that I think was in Russian. And this song was like a rap song. But and, it also said ready, go. And it said ready, go. And it was actually I came across at least four different music videos that were the same but like they're different they're, they were women in their kitchens scantily clad like wearing like like halter tops and daisy dukes mm-hmm. chopping vegetables to this song you are kidding no it's so maybe it's like the, like a russian viral video yeah video. some sort of Harlem Shake in Russia. Right. Who do we know that speaks Russian? So there's somebody I'm sure you could ask. You'd be like, what's going on here? Matt Nielsen. Yeah. Matt Nielsen, please let us know. If you speak Russian, anybody who's listening to this, if you speak Russian, help us get to the bottom of this. Like, what's going on with this ready I I often wonder about, uh, not often, often enough, uh, wonder about the World Wide Web in the rest of the world outside the U.S. Because uh-huh. it is, <clears throat> to me at least, feels very U.S.-centric. Sure. You know, it uh, most, it, like it's a dot .com unless it's, you know, you have to specify what other country you're in. Uh, dot dot your, TV, yeah, dot whatever. AU, dot whatever it is. Um, and it, most things are in English, you know, but I, I wonder if people in China or people in Russia or people wherever... Um, feel like I don't know like or do they feel like the World Wide Web is centered around them is that something that is magical about the internet is that it it centers wherever you are well it should a little bit I think that you know like Google and uh, various websites will you know geolocate based, right. at, based on I your I know that like Google yeah has its uh, it will bring up certain things if you search in the UK or or things like that. Right. Anyway, but uh, so welcome to the podcast, <laughs> right. everybody. More importantly, and ready go. <laughs> ready. Yeah. We'll, we'll 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 also I'll I'll have our intro music and our outro music be 
different radios. The the, the 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 not intro, but the, the inter- intermission music will have it. Well, you'll have some great ready go songs. So welcome back, Cammy. Has been not part of our recording for the last couple episodes. I've been not ready. We had three, been three episodes without you. You had with Peter. You had with uh, Russ. And Porter. And with Porter. And then we did one just right before you had your baby. I had a baby. That's the big news. Big news. Spoiler alert in, <laughs> that, case, in case anybody didn't know. Uh, as if we weren't talking about it in each other episode. <laughs> right. And how does it feel to be a mom? It's good. I like being a mom. It, it suits me. <laughs> suits you. It suits me. I uh, I think that there's a lot of uh, <clears throat> there's a lot of fear or I don't know scare tactics around parenthood that people people make it seem like it's really awful sometimes. Uh, pregnancy, labor, having a baby, mm-hmm. all of it. And there's like some not so comfortable parts about all of those things, but. All in all, I highly recommend it. I've had a great time. Sure. Well, I mean, you got to think that there's a lot of inept and weak people. Yeah, that's really what babies. it is, is inept people. And if they can do it, then you can do it. And I did. And you did. Yeah. Way to go. <clears throat> but yeah, he's super He's super cute. And so... Um, what it's given me is a lot more time to... Uh, work on creative projects, which has been a fun thing about maternity leave. This is so what you been on? the first time in I can't remember how long that I haven't had anything to do besides just like make sure this kid stays alive. Uh, and so I have a lot of downtime. Um, I am working on a small import business. I'm okay, in- importing. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's something that's been kind of on in the back of my mind for a while. What are you importing? <clears throat> These small things. Small things. Small, uh, they're silver anklets. Uh, Those are small things. Yeah, they're not expensive to ship, I guess. Um, so that's that's one of the big things I'm working on is it's a. Uh, they're these anklets for babies that have bells on them, and it's, they're big in Thailand. And so what they do is you put them on babies, and they like tinkle around. You know, they are these little tinkly bells, things like jingle bell type things. And so it makes them want to move, kick their feet, and, it, and once they're walking, you can track where they are by where the, the bells are. And so is this something that you're going to be, you're, you're selling? So I I so. think to start, I'm going to be selling on some flashlights. I haven't quite decided how big I want to do it. So I'm I'm going to buy a small uh, chunk of, uh, I'm going to buy like somewhere between two and 500. I haven't decided quite how many um, of these anklets. Ship them here and sell them on like a Zulily, Amazon Etsy, deals, one of those, one of those, like not Etsy, sure. but the ones where it's like a, a flash deal, like oh, a, gotcha, like gotcha. Groupon goods kind yeah, of a yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah. Where gotcha. say, oh, I've got two hundred of these, sell till they're gone. Um, and then I think from there, it's just see how good they are. You know, how how well do they sell? How, how much are people goes. interested in? And Seems maybe like- I'll do it long term. But if nothing else, I've I've been wanting to uh, try out importing and selling something. Sure. And this is kind of a, a safe place to do it. Seems like uh, Alex Bean did that with the the, the butler. butler. Yeah. I don't know if you can still get those, but I, I hope you can because they're... I think Doug Bean's got a whole bunch in his bunch garage. Of, does he? I should get talking. I him. bought one from him. I mean, it was like three years ago, but... For those who don't know, the butler is a... a bidet, bidet toilet, toilet, seat. toilet seat that you essentially hook up to your toilet seat and it turns your toilet into a bidet combo. They're great. Yeah. 
So that's one project I've been working on. Um, I've been working on more writing uh, some projects. I have this little memoir from my mission experience that I've had kind of, you know, clanging around in my head. And, uh, and yeah, I'm getting, I'm making some small progress on that. Good for you. It's hard to, in when holding a baby, typing is, is harder than I thought it would be. Uh, but I've been able to fit it in little by little. I wrote, uh, I wrote a screenplay when Reese was a baby. I remember that. And yeah, I mean, I wrote a lot of it one handed. (laughs) Right. And I find now I actually, I, I do a lot of my writing on my phone. Oh, really? Yeah. Like what, for your book? Yeah. Really? I just do, I have have a Google, you know, drive, Google Docs on my phone. Well, that's interesting. I should do that. It's a lot easier. It is a lot easier to use my phone. I wonder sometimes, like, what people, how, how having a newborn must have been different without phones and without streaming TV. Yeah. We had, at, at, when we had Reese, we didn't have streaming TV. We had Netflix, but discs. Oh, yeah. So you still could, like, kind of, I don't know. Maybe there was streaming. I don't think so. I, I, I don't think it wasn't, so. It wasn't. Ten years ago? Yeah, definitely It wasn't, wasn't nearly what it was yeah. now. But there was something that, because now maybe that's why I was able to write. Right, <laughs> right. I'd, I'd watch, like, I'd watch, like watch one show. Well, we didn't have cable. I remember we didn't have cable. Mm. And so, so that's yeah. been out, outside of like having a human being who I created, who I you know think very is creative. Pretty, We're pretty procreative great. here. At, right. Uh, at ready go. At ready go. Uh, that's been a fun thing about having a lot more time is working on these little business venture. Sure. Uh, I've been on Pinterest more right right now. I'm working on and this. This segues into what we're going to talk about today. Uh, today, what I've been working on is uh, how do I want my these anklets called? Their tiptoe is the name of my shop. Um, what is Cute. the what is it going to look like? What's the brand? What does it feel like? Uh, and so I've been going through you know through Pinterest and different art websites and trying to trying to figure out what what when somebody comes on the site what do i want them to feel what do i want them to what do i want it to look like yeah what's the expectation you know it's interesting i had a, a chat with my uh my my manager at work and we talked about brand and he made me read this book about brand and it's a, it's a really cool interesting business book it's it's easy to get caught up in the idea that brand is something that you have control over and mm. that you create or that it's somehow your brand is synonymous with your logo and your font and your colors. Okay. And on one sense, that's kind of what it is, but not really. That's what we kind of. That's the that's, superficial that's what level we, of brand. That's what we can what we can control, but really, brand exists in the minds of other people. Your brand is mm-hmm. how other people think of you. Yeah. And, and. You can try all you want to manipulate what your brand is and what your what your brand means to other people, but you can't actually control it because it's ultimately how other people perceive you mm-hmm. that is really what your so you brand can, is. You can change how how you interact or what your right. what your work is exuding. Right. But depending on who, and I, and I imagine and, that's and depends that, on how it's received too, right. right? Like sometimes people can try to to change their logo, yeah, seem edgy, and it ends up, you know, Microsoft is a prime example of this, right? Like yeah. how many how many different like 
projects have you seen them try and you're like yeah that's not cool like i know you're trying to be cool but that's not cool (laughs) yeah you know well that's the thing going back to uh the world wide web i imagine that's i I remember hearing once about car names Uh and how frequently cars have different names same car same model same everything will have different names in different sure in different countries uh, because the name has some connotation sure like uh, the, the Chevy Nova is the is the prime example right yeah because in, in Latin America Nova means it doesn't go and so the <laughs> Chevy Nova didn't sell well I think that's actually, actually when the cars started doing that it was after the Chevy Nova everybody learned a lesson and it was like oh we should call it something so now the the I know the VW Golf in Argentina at least it's called a Polo I think in Latin America, I think in general. So that that's interesting. That I'd say, polo in or the, like polo, like the, like the game. Well, P O L O. Yeah, I'm thinking polo the game and golf the game kind of have a similar feel. There's mallets and balls. So and ar- aristoc- arist- aristocratic. Uh, yeah. Players. Snootiness. Snootiness. Uh, and um, so in in working on creative projects. Brands. That's a kind of what. That's what our theme is for today. Yeah, it's something that's been on my mind loosely. It's been on your mind loosely. Yeah. Well, and I was on my mind today as I was as I was going through, um, you know, this ready go mm-hmm. stuff. Right. Thinking. Okay. What What do I want should this to sound Japanese? like? Should we yeah. Japanese? Should we just Should we just change our whole approach and have a, a Japanese logo? You know, because finally, also, you know, I made this this little ready go logo a long time ago when we first started. And it, for whatever reason, on Stitcher, the app that if you don't if you haven't already downloaded Stitcher, it's the best way to it's get a podcasts. Good, it's a good way to get podcasts. That's what I use. It's um, uh, it's easy. It's it's pretty easy. Um, but for whatever reason, for up until like a month ago, it wouldn't recognize the logo and so it would just have like a generic picture mm. and it just bugged the crap out of me then I, I tried over and over and I'd send emails to just sisters say, hey yeah. it still isn't right and like I'd get an auto generated email saying we'll look into it and it's like okay well right. uh, maybe someone's looking into it anyway but finally 30 episodes later 30 episodes later like two weeks ago like I noticed it's like hey my logo it's my logo on my on my phone right there that's great um but so yeah, but I was thinking about also because it's it's more than visual, right? Like right. you have some a company like T-Mobile mm-hmm. doesn't just have their magenta colors and their their black and white images, but they also have that do 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 do. Right. They have a they have a sound logo. Right. Um, there's even there's a company that I'm not working on the project, but uh, Ryan Russian's working on this project. This uh, client that they sell smells. And they they engineer. Whoa! They design smells for companies. Yeah, well, I mean, I know that McDonald's has a smell. Yeah, I mean, they have like their French fry smell. Sure. That they like. You know, I don't know. They purchase it and like put it out the the fan or something like that. But like you, I mean, I've driven by McDonald's and you smell the French fries yeah. and they're like, mm, I need some of those. And so, but the, but the interesting thing though, and this is kind of what I was what I was talking about the fact that it's not con- like. You don't have control. Brand is in the outside, and we, as creators, we can do these different things 
um, to try to curate a brand, mm-hmm. to try to influence what our brand is, but really we can't actually create what our brand is. I think the challenge for me there is what it requires you to do is that it requires you to get into the minds of yep. your audience, Absolutely. right? And I think this is why Microsoft is perhaps known to fail at their their brand their brand isn't super strong right uh because i think that their their strength is in the coding and the personalities yeah. well i've long held out if you've heard me say this before that the primary difference between apple and microsoft is that apple is a fashion company first and then a technology company sure yeah and, and microsoft is a technology company first and they will never be able to be as cool because their priority is the technology, right. not the fashion. And they're fitting that and into not, a box. Not, not saying that Apple doesn't have good technology. It's great technology, but like they, it's their fashion that they. That's what that's what they right. are first and foremost. Is like this is what's cool, and we're going to tell you what's cool. Right. All right. Let's take let's take a quick break, and then uh, we'll come back. We'll talk a little bit more about brand and talk about what you can do. And your various projects to to try to influence what other people think about your projects. Материала важиш, том така добре ни мажи, важи палиш Палиш и подаваш без да бавиш, даваш казах Важи, мажи, казах, важи, казах, мажи, казах Казах пак го пали, пали, казах Сесаме масури, дебели като пуриш На седмото не ме е бесъм Докато още си въж първия, аз на цяло от себе съм Тоя астер е дизастер, как е гана Пак ме хвана капитана на купона Баба хвана по тавана, баба твърда буца Твърда буца, чуво, твърда буца I'm ready to go. Давай ready go. Давай ready go. Брат, давай ready go. Материал и алкохол. Отчера съм на сол. Давай ready go, брат. Ready ready go. I'm ready to go. Давай ready go. Давай ready go, брат. Давай ready go. Oh, I like to think that that Ready Go podcast is a hit in both Japan and Russia. Probably is. For lots of reasons. Yeah. One, it, because of our great content and right. re- relevant to Japanese and Russian people. Well, the, the, they really, they, they are creative people. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they need some help. And that's what we're here to provide. Right. Help for creative people. How to, ready, how to be ready, how to go. Yeah. It's an anthem, really. Yeah. Maybe we should change our intro music to one of those. I was thinking about it. There's, <laughs> uh, there's some good ones. So... <laughs> But that would be changing our brand. That's true. So we have see that's the thing. We have a bit of a brand, and uh, you know, I and maybe so you don't know that like Japanese pop music is necessarily well. It's it's, it's just a change. It's it's always a risk, right? Like it's why <laughs> when when Netflix, you know, they went to Quickster or whatever, right? right? And, and there was like an and outrage, there was, and everyone's like, "What are you guys doing?" And then they they changed just their kidding. mind just kidding. just kidding we're just netflix we're just netflix we're just gonna be one don't worry about it you know and i think there's always a risk anytime you try to change things up that people are gonna right. reject it or not be able to find it or you know so i think brand most often is associated with 
companies. Sure. You know, consumer companies most especially. Sure. Um, with creative projects, how do you, how do you go about how do you go about making it not feel slimy? You know, and like having like a brand plan for yourself. Because yeah. I think for a lot of people, their creative output is very personal. It's something you're, you know, I think a lot of our listeners are just doing projects on their own. You know, right. project, you know, they're a small company or it's, it is a personal reflection like a piece of art or music or whatever it is. Um, how do you go about making a personal brand that's not too corporate? Sure. Well, I think that that's, that's when brands feel corporate, that's part they, of the, when, when that's part lose. of the brand and that's, that's the part of them losing, right? It's when there, and there's, and there's brands out there and th- think of maybe uh, musicians and actors or people or, or like a, uh, uh, Wes Anderson. Yeah. Right. Is somebody who has a brand, right? For sure. Um, and that doesn't feel like it's a corporate brand. It feels like, oh, this is the kind of show that he right. makes, and and that's really what an artist's brand is 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 what the public's expectation is based on their past and based on the way they present themselves right. and based on what what they anticipate that their future product going to be. I read a really interesting uh, New York Times piece probably three years ago when Taylor Swift started stepping out of country. Uh-huh. And I would love to see a follow-up of one. I'm sure there is one somewhere of her current foray into, like, super pop. Um, right. But that Taylor Swift, essentially it was saying, and I, and I, it has changed the way I see Taylor, Taylor Swift entirely, she has so intentionally curated herself as a personal brand where she was, she was a little country star, definitely... You know, definitely talented, definitely well well liked. She got a lot of flack for writing about boyfriends. So what did she do? She she on Instagram has handpicked all of these friends, and her Instagram is like full of all these friend shots. It's like, oh hey, you think I like to write too much about my boyfriends? Here, I'm gonna write a song called Twenty Two that's all about hanging out with your girlfriends, and I'm gonna have all these pictures of my girlfriends, and I'm gonna you know spend the next couple years and have anything outward facing be me in this mode. And and now she's stepping into this place where she's a little bit more adult right. than she used to be, and she has transitioned her personal brand accordingly, and that's through social media, through everything. And that I I think for her is is very intentional. Yeah. Well, I think she is somebody who very successfully manages. Yeah, her but brand. it doesn't feel like slime molly no, or it doesn't, fake. Yeah, it does. She doesn't come across as fake, right. and that's ultimately the secret to. A good brand. brand. A good brand is is not feel is feeling genuine, right? And not and when it feels corporate and slimy, is when it is when it doesn't feel genuine. Right. So I was looking at this thing about brand, and there's essentially three big pieces that I think, even if there's not a brand plan, like brand guidelines, they're like there's with a corporation. The number one thing you need to do is. Define your overall aspirations. How do you want to be perceived? Sure. I think that mo- oftentimes we as human beings have a, there's a, a separation between how we are perceived and how we want to be perceived. Sure. And if we can really be clear about how do we want to be perceived and then second, figure out, well, what's, what's lacking? Right. You know, say, all right, I want to be perceived as somebody who is 
kind. I want to be perceived as somebody who does quirky things. I want to be perceived as somebody who is visionary. Uh, whatever it is, uh, figure out, okay, well, I bet people don't actually think of me as visionary. Third thing, then, is figuring out, all right, well, how, how do I make sure people know that I'm visionary? If I, if I think I'm visionary right. or I... I genuinely am quirky or whatever right. whatever it is that our personal brand is yeah. uh, and and practice in the way in what we're creating and in the way that we're marketing ourselves but at the same time you got to be careful I'm quirky right we got to be careful to be genuine about it right? right like if you if if you say I mean this is why you know you ever have a friend who just like laughs at all your jokes or indiscriminately yeah or like it makes you feel like okay this person desperately desperately wants to be my friend sure yeah right and and but you don't connect with them or whatever right and Mm -hmm. i i think you know i've probably done that to other people where Mm -hmm. i've where i i am overly excited or i you Mm -hmm. know i i try to force something and i think that can happen with with you know what that notion of who you want you aspire to be and who you actually are right i think that there's danger in saying all right well this, i'm visionary th- this is who i am this is who i want to be how do i become what i want to be and while yes you should aspire to to greater things you also can't fake it you can't fake it and you can't ignore who you actually are right and so and so the i think the part of that aspect is or getting there is actually getting there, not just mm-hmm. projecting that's what you want to be. Right. So that people treat you that way. Coming back, I think it really does all come back to this idea of being genuine and being uh, being loud about being genuine. Not necessarily loud in like an obnoxious way. Yeah. But uh, you and I have talked about this both, that I don't really like telling people like, oh, I'm doing this. Oh, I like I like this. Or, you know, this is, I don't know. I have I have some uh, discomfort. Yeah, in self promotion. In self, yeah, in self promotion, as we talked about last last week. Um, but that you need to come to like be okay with that, you know. And whether that's for self promotion or I don't like people having the wrong idea about me or having an idea about me. I don't know. I have like some control issues with like how people perceive me. Right. You know, and I think that the idea of cultivating some sort of image feels false false sure so coming back to this idea of being genuine but it has to be you have to you have to go out you have to be able you have to you can't just like sit in your own little world and create and assume that people are going to know that what you've created is is wonderful well but this comes back to what i'm saying about brand though too the fact that you don't control what people think about you right and so you might think that by not saying anything, you are somehow preserving your brand. Sure. But all you're really doing is giving some some, some different brand, some different brand right. that people talk about. Like, oh, that's Cami. She's the recluse who doesn't talk about the, her <laughs> stuff, right? But rather than that's Cami, the one who makes this thing that right. I love. Yeah. Being so, a recluse is no good. No, no. If you're gonna get ready and then you're gonna go, you gotta you gotta get out there. That's part of the go is getting out there. Right. Um, this is so. What do you think about the fact that I have mixed feelings about this? This is just give, give me okay. your counsel. Okay. Um, I don't. I don't know if it's too late, but like I have made the decision to on Amazon. This is some shameless self promotion. You know, I have 
two separate books that I've made that I've published since you know in the last year. Yeah. One is uh, Buffalo Fish Police, great book, world bestseller. Yep. Soon, and, to be, soon to be. Yep. And the second is the Second Order fantasy novel. Now those are both listed on Amazon. Uh, but one is listed under Brian Knutson, and the other is listed under B.H. Knutson. Mm, yeah. The one Brian Knutson is also, I have ABC Philosophy and uh, Following the Star, the, uh, the uh, Christmas, Christmas story. story that I Yeah. And for whatever reason, I decided that I was going to make uh, Second Order different than those ones and, and i think that's fine i think that that's a good thing oh yeah you haven't gotten to your question yeah no yet. i mean that is the question do you, do you feel like that was a mistake no i think or do you feel like that like i think that that's a good thing personally because here's how i see having read all of those books you've got buffalo fish police which you created kind of on a whim and is a fun it's a fun much like abc philosophy it's a fun kind of intellectual nerdy nerdy thing yeah uh, Following the Star is a personal pet project that is is great. I actually might uh, put change that to B H Knudsen. To B H Knudsen. Thought about it because I think that the distinction here you're, you're curating two brands here, right? right? So you have your Brian Knudsen. Hey, here's some things that I do. Uh-huh. I made this. I made here's some. My I have some games and I have some nerdy word books and I have some want something that's illustrated in a funny way. Hee hee. There's what I did. Right, like the our you know the platypus. The, those yeah. books, whatever whatever I end up calling those, would be published under right. under the name Brian Knutson rather than B. H. Right, where B. H. Knutson is your is your your writing. You're you're more of an author than a. I mean, I don't know what the word is distinguished between the two because you're an author for both of them. Right. Uh, but I think that that's really wise, uh, and and I think that uh, that's one thing that in in creating a website for yourself because you are somebody who has a lot of varied projects. Um, it might be a disadvantage to you because people, people who are interested in fantasy novels, aren't necessarily going to be interested in party games. Party games, and those people aren't necessarily going to be interested in like uh, philosophy. I don't know how you describe. How do you describe? What's your your one sentence description of ABC <laughs> philosophy? It, um, it's a. I love ABC philosophy. Yeah, it's a. It's like uh, poem. It's like. Yeah, I mean they're il- illustrated poems about about world's philosophers about Western philosophers in the style of a children's book. Yeah, Even those are all really three three really different audiences. Yeah, uh, and I don't know that that's a bad thing, right. but I I think that for sure on Amazon, I think it's a good thing to make the distinction. Okay, not necessary, but good. So that that's coming back to brand, and that was a shameless way for me to. You know, say go look up. Yeah, B- if you haven't already, Knudsen and Brian Knudsen. Yeah, there's two. If you haven't already bought those books, if you're if you are an avid listener to the, this podcast and you haven't read those books, shame, shame on, on you. you. Shame, shame on you. <laughs> so, um, so we're just about out of time, though. Call to action. Other call to action other than go read and or buy. Yeah, well, that's like that's books. like a standard given call to action. Yeah. I think the call to action for me would be. Take some introspection here. Yeah. What, an how introspective are, call to action today. Right. How are people perceiving you, and how is that different than what you how you want to be perceived? Sure. And write it down. Write it down. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. You guys can uh, send us an email 
at uh, hello at at uh, at readygopodcast.com. You can follow me at at, uh, at closet nerd Brian. Uh, please like us on Facebook, and uh, you should get the Stitcher. That's another good call to action. Oh yeah, Stitcher's get the Stitcher great. app, and you can see the logo on it finally. It's, it's magical. Okay. See you next time. That about time. does it. Yeah. See ya.